Zealanders, played by Jeremy Smith. Now for Benji Marshall. Slater urgently across the ground, hangs out his right hand. Going into touch, throws the pass recklessly. Yes, welcome back. It is three past eight and we're well into our show and there's no time to waste. Let's get straight to it, to the one and only Benji Marshall, full-time golfer, part-time coach. Morning, Benji. How you doing? Oh, two boys. Um, no, good, man. It's uh, good to be on the show with two uh, geniuses on the radio, but that little audio clip there, Kempi. Yes. Brings back some memories, doesn't it? Uh, just tell, I've been just, just telling Izzy, mate, I danced all night after that, especially scoring you score your try, and uh, mate, we had some fun, didn't Bro, you we? you danced for five nights. <laughs> five? <laughs> nah, that was you, mate, five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I'll tell you what though, um, that World Cup, just a quick story, was uh, one of the best moments of my life. Um, yeah, playing for the Kiwis, we were underdogs. I remember the night before they put out this article in Australia saying, we're going to bash Benji and all this stuff, and... Um, a few of the leaders in our team come to me and we're like, nah, bro, we got your back, don't worry about it. And then, Nick Minna, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the boys Nick went Minna. on. Yeah, that's right, yeah, good job, good job. Give him a hiding. Hey, Benj, look, I, not many people talk about it, they're talking about the season, you know, is, is in ruins for you, but you've had nine out of your 23 games that you've lost by four points or less, so it actually hasn't been that far away for you. How, how's it been, mate, your first year full-time coaching? Yeah, it's been uh, interesting, Kempi. I mean, like, uh, you know, obviously I would love to have won more games. Um, I guess from a learning perspective, as I'm sort of transitioning from assistant coach to head coach in 2025. So, you know, you can look at it either way, right? Like, it's been hard losing games, but from learning and understanding coaching, um, you know, I think there's no better sort of introduction to the way it's sort of been. And you learn, when you're losing, you actually learn more about people's character and how they react to adversity and, um, I guess for us, it's, it has been tough, but seeing some of these young fellas come through our team and uh, you know, make their debuts and make a name for himself, uh, that's probably the most exciting part for me is um, being, being a little part of that. But yeah, I've still got a bit to go until I take over in 25, but I'm, uh, I'm enjoying it, Kempi. It's been great. Mate, yeah, appreciate you coming on, Bench. Look, uh, you obviously did some, some amazing did things for with Sheenzy. <laughs> 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 Who, Kempi or me? You. <laughs> hey, Not the bag, man. <laughs> hey, um, look, you obviously coached by Sheenzy a lot. What has he done for you in terms of coaching, mate, over the last couple of months? Yeah, um, he, he's uh, the best I've seen, uh, especially with uh, introducing basic skills, uh, repetition around, like, catching pass. And, you know, I think when you get to a level at NRL, sometimes you can bypass the basics a lot and, um, he you know, and, and to be honest with you, when we stepped in there, there had been a lot of basics that had been skipped. So it was sort of from starting from scratch. And I remember when I started with Tim, he was really big on, um, you know, two on one, three on twos, four on threes. And then uh, on, on top of that, the, the the thing I like the most about him is um, he doesn't make you play like anyone else. You know, like he, he encourages the kids to go out and play what you see. And um, if you practice it, you can do it on the field. But there's no holdbacks around. You have to go to the line and do this block play or that block play and sort of go and learn uh, yourself and express how you play. And I think um, for me, if I had any other coach, bro, I wouldn't have been able to play the way that I played because I threw a hundred passes into the grandstand, like over the sidelines, but he would always send the message on and encourage me to go and do it again, you know, and not take that, um, or put fear into it. Then you go out and play and you don't want to go and try and 
play what you see, you know. So from that point of view, he's the best that I've seen. And for me, he was unbelievable. That's 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 good to hear, Benj, that you're still... um got that type of mentality. You talk about all the young young guys coming through, mate. You've got a real gun, I think, in Jareem, uh, Jareem Buller playing at fullback yeah. for uh, the West Tigers. He's a kid of the future, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, interesting um, kid, you know. He, he played basketball growing up and um, didn't play a lot of footy, but he wanted to go to America and, and get in the college system. But he broke his ankle and uh, got stuck on the Gold Coast. And just by chance, he went to the sevens... Um, league tournament and played alongside Greg Inglis where he fell in love with rugby league and one of his uh, friends was at the Tigers and said oh can I bring my mate down to trial and this was last year and he brought him with him and then well you know through the whole preseason it was obvious that it was going to be undeniable to keep him out this season and um, you know we put him in in round eight I think it was and um, he hasn't looked back since man he's just such a really good kid really humble um, saved I think about 16 tries this season and uh, been a real fine for us. What about your good friend, uh, SJ, mate, winding back the clock? I know you've got a lot of time for him. Reminds me of a young Benji, when I say young, long time ago. But, uh, you know, like, what about his resurgence? What have you put that down to? Yeah, it's been really uh, really awesome for me to watch Shawnee, uh, and that's probably why we tried so hard to sign him and bring him over to Aussie. And, um, <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't long ago where this was going to be his last year at the Warriors, you know, and... Um, Everyone was talking about the writings on the wall from he should probably retire. Uh, and there were a lot of haters out there going down that direction. And the one thing I know about Sean and a lot of boys who, who are from New Zealand is when you're in a comfortable environment around your family, uh, everything off the field is really good. Your life's in order. It makes it so much easier to play. And I think um, the introduction of Andrew Webster, what he's been able to bring to the Warriors, I know Webby well because he was at the Tigers, is he would have encouraged um, you know, Sean to be able to express himself, play the way he plays. Um, be who he is and, and, and what I loved about Sean is he's built his game on the tough stuff this year you know taking the line on uh, defensively being outstanding controlling the game and and yeah in my opinion being the best player in the competition and he'll be pretty close to winning the Dell um, you know and in conjunction with Andrew Webster them two together have been the, the reason behind the resurgence of the Warriors you know I feel What about this stat mate 92% tackle efficiency SJ yeah, well, that's a half, too. You wouldn't know much about that, but... Um, <laughs> you know, uh, that's why I played yeah, fullback, yeah. mate. Yeah, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not far off either, but they didn't pay you to tackle. I know that. Um, but, no, that's, that's the, and that's the thing, bro. When you're in that mindset of playing um, aggressive and you want to get dirty, and especially, you know, he's getting on to older age, you can start to lose that as, as you get older and... Um, try and finesse your way through games and this year there's been no side of that so really really proud of Shawnee um, we tried to offer him a two year deal and I thought it was done and the bro wanted to stay at home so unlucky us. Yeah un- unlucky <laughs> and I was one of those blokes that was calling for him to uh, hang his boots up too Benjamin he hasn't forgiven me for that I don't think but um, if you do chat to him say mate I've eaten my hat and I'm calling for him to win the Daily M so I'm on the other side of the <laughs> bro, fence you now. Can't get me, you can't get me to do your dirty work can be. that's up to you now. Hey you got to go in there and smooth that over, bro. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there's no chance at the moment. He'll win the Daily M and he'll, he'll come around here, probably paraded in front of me and say, there you go, stick that right up, yeah. 
Um, you mate, you're down there. You're obviously down there uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday night. Um, coming back here, yep. like you guys have done a fantastic job bringing your home game here. Was it part That's of so good. your your, your um, thought process at the club that we're going to go back and support the Warriors because you're actually one of the only clubs that have have said and and actually put the money where your mouth is and come come back to New Zealand. Yeah, no, we're the only club. Um, yeah, the biggest thing for us is, uh, as a club, and we said it um, through the middle of COVID, is uh, we want to actually repay the Warriors for their sacrifice. And I know at the time everyone talked about, oh, we're so thankful to the Warriors, you know, uh, sacrificing all these things, all their staff left their family, a lot of the players left their, their comfort and moved away from home and um, had to live out of hotels for two, two odd years. And it was really hard for those boys. Um, and without them, the game doesn't continue. So from a club's perspective, we were really keen on bringing our game over, our home game. Um, and there's no ben- benefit to us. I mean, mm. yeah, we could have had the game at home and probably had a home ground advantage where they have to travel, but now we're travelling. Um, but irrespective of advantages and disadvantages of what bringing a home game here does, it doesn't matter. Like, for us, it's giving back to the Warriors for what they gave to the game. And not just the Warriors um, players, but the fans um, who mm. had no rugby league in New Zealand during that time and I just think it's important uh, whether people think it's right or wrong. It's for us as a club, it's the right gesture and the right thing to do, given what the Warriors gave up for the game. Yeah, good on, good on you, mate. Hey, BJ, like me and you used to have a lot of chats about um, the players. You know, when you're a player and what what they what they needed and stuff like that. Where do you sit on the CBA stuff that's going on at the moment, and the, especially this video that was put out by all the players and that because it's really throwing shade over what the NRL is saying, saying that it's, it's done. And then that video came out yesterday saying, hey, mate, we're miles away. Where do you sit on it? Well, I'm pretty sure they had a meeting uh, yesterday or the day before the NRO and the um, RLPA, and apparently the talks went really well, um, and it's about to be sorted, you know. But, yeah, I'm on both sides of the coin, you know. Like, I've been a player, and I understand as a player um, you have to get everything right. And to be honest with you, the, the Players Association just act in the players' best interest, and long-term what's best for them and you know financially or whatever it is it's it's collectively i like that the players are sticking together you know and they're standing up for themselves um the point that it's got them to though i think it's gone too far i thought they could have probably gotten the room a little bit sooner and not have to black out the logo or that sort of stuff but at the same time um you know it's, it's a bit of a soap opera our game and creates a lot of drama um yeah i just sort of thought it could have been done a better way and, and a bit more behind closed doors that's entertainment, though, Binge. I absolutely love the the, the bit like you at your best, though. mate. <laughs> hey, I've just had a, a question come through. Is NZ ready for an 18th franchise? Oh, absolutely. I, I'd be pushing that before anywhere else, to be honest. Um, you know, I think rugby league is growing uh, so much in our game, and yeah, you know, with the success of the Warriors, you can see how much it's it's swept across the country, um, and how much. People are really enjoying it. And a successful Warriors team, uh, for me, means that New Zealand Rugby League um, gets a lot more exposure. And, and the kids growing up probably might want to be Warriors as well. So I think there's great opportunity to have another franchise, whether it's in Wellington or Christchurch or whatever. We, we've just got to get there. Ben, just just on your coaching career, mate, you want to coach New Zealand? Um, oh, that would be somewhere down the track, Kempi. I haven't even coached the NRL game. You know, like it's... <laughs> it's um it's something that that does interest me though um I'll, I'll be honest but yeah I have to get permission off the wife though um you know because you got to have a season of, of coaching full time and then at the end of the season you got to go and. 
go on tour. Um, take the golf clubs, but yeah, all good. <laughs> hey, just on that golf before you, uh, before you go, mate, you, obviously coaching now, it's full time. Any time for golf? Well, I've blown out to eight. Um, and I went and played last Saturday and had 22 points. So, nah. Um, the coaching, you know, you, you gotta you gotta commit full time, bro. It's hard to get out on the golf course, but for your mental uh, sanity, and you know this, um, and that's why I tell the wife anyway, you got to get on the course just to bring him back down to earth. <laughs> and you played the Genesis Open. Was that at Riviera? What was that like? Oh, unbelievable, bro! I went over um, for Genesis and played. Uh, just it was the President's Cup, and we got to play with the pros uh, the day before. And then when the tournament fauna- finished, we got to play on the course in this tournament with a few of them. And I actually won it, bro. Yep, believe it or not. <laughs> this little Māori fella from Pakistani went over there, played off five and beat all these fellas in this tournament. Crazy, eh? <laughs> awesome, mate. Hey, thanks so much, Benj. Appreciate you coming on the show. All the best over the weekend, Good mate. luck, mate. And, uh, nah, yeah, boys, just awesome quickly, work, uh, th- thanks, for, thanks for having me. But um, when they requested to do the interview, they said, Tell him Izzy said he has to do it or he's not getting his golf gears. Bro, you were supposed to send me these golf gears two years ago. I'm still waiting, cuz. No worries, all good. Thanks, bro. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up, brother. Yeah, no, I'm good. All right, bro. Yeah, yeah, watch your address, cuz. I'll send it to you. All right, bro, I'm still waiting. All right, boys, later. Later. See you later. Oh, no. The whole time I'm like, please don't bring it up. Please don't bring it up. And he brought it up. He doesn't and I miss said, yeah, me. I'll send you. He, don't, he won't miss you, Benji. He'll never miss you, mate. He is so oh. quick. Oh well, I, I'm not. I'm not sponsored by ADS anymore. Well, I feel like I'm not even received anything. You got garage fools so, of it, mate, down there. <laughs> Oh, I've got to go have to dig out, uh, a fit out of the pile there and, and send it over to Bench because he's a golf fan. I promised him. What a useless bugger I am. Anyway, that's okay, lads. But awesome to chat to him, Kempi, and, and t- touch on um, Sean Johnson's resurgence, but also in the coaching round, Tim Sheen's doing so much. 2025, is that the right time for Bench to take over? I, I like how he's taken his time. Like, there's you know mm. no no need to hurry through that um, process. So. You know, you got to you got to remember he's he's come straight in as an assistant coach, so pl- gone player straight into an assistant coach's role in two years, but guaranteed a NRL position. Mate, this never happened before, so you know he's West Tigers through and through. I think the best thing that happened to Benji Marshall um, in his career was going back to West Tigers. You know, he he is yeah. the West Tigers. You can you know from a from a seventeen year old going there, um, winning a, winning that title. Uh, down there with that flick pass to Pat Richards down that left edge, you know, and oh, just a great bloke, so won a World Cup. He's done everything. Um, picking up an NRL title, I wouldn't put it out of his time while he's on this planet. He, po- he possibly could pull that off. Yeah, he's one of, he was the reason I support the West Tigers, Benji, and uh, made this young Māori boy uh, a league fan. And I love that conversation when you've got a coach that just allows him to – Take the shackles off and play. You make mistakes, you can get, you know, it can put a bit of weight on your shoulders, but Tim Sheen just allowed him. Interesting to say that he probably couldn't have played for any other club because the coaches wouldn't him uh, wouldn't have allowed and that, him And that's to do right. That. You know that. You, you know you've got to have the right coach. You know, like Tim Sheen's has had some stock. You remember down in Canberra, Ricky Stewart, Mel Meninga, Gary Belcher, um, 
uh, Kevin Walters, not Kevin Walters, it was not Gerard Walters. Steve Walters. Steve Walters, you know what I mean? Four of the, four of the best players Australia's ever pr- produced. So, you know, he goes up to, to West Tigers and next minute he's got Robbie Farr and Benji Marshall running the, the cutter up there. So he's, he, he went through his time to machines and had good players in positions and knew how to, I guess, expose them to their best football. Um, what they're going through at the moment, like no one, no one's ever spoken about the stat this year, and and that's what they forget about losing teams, is by how close they actually are. Yeah. Nine times this year, they've lost between one and four points. Like that's eighteen points up for grabs. That that puts them close to the the mid mid table. Um, so mate, they're not that far off. I, I just mm. you know, I'm struggling f- uh, with the thought of letting. Luke Brooks go because he's just no quality halves in the competition. Interesting, they threw two years at Sean and he turned it down. Uh, was he real close? He, he made it sound like, you know, Sean Johnson was relatively close to shooting off. Well, I don't know what his third party deal would be like, but he wouldn't have got offered the same type of money at the Warriors that he would have got at the Tigers. So you'd have to say that there's some third party agreement there that's sort of supporting him but mate, when you're when you're at Sean's stage in his life and he wants to stay home and you know Kayla's just had an, another baby um, mate good on him like you know he's put, he's putting Sean first Frazy throwing some shade your way is he picking your gears wouldn't fit Benji anyway <laughs> is that because Benji's too big yeah obviously Frazy. obviously <laughs> <laughs> you did right mate you did right look I feel absolutely guilty and I when we when I heard he was coming I was like oh my He's going to bring it up. He's going to bring it up. Uh, no surprises there, Israel. But that's okay. That was Benji Marshall. We were talking West Tigers taking on the Warriors. And great to hear from Benji. Well into his coaching journey. That was brought to you by Alcohol Wheels. Lighter, brighter, stronger. Visit transpex.co.nz. We'll shoot off. Heaps of messages coming through on the temper bed post text machine. Would you rather the ABs win the World Cup or the Warriors win the Premiership? Let us know. I think it's pretty one-sided, but anyway, it's anyone's guess. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.